Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good news, everyone. It's Jake Z. Lee. And there's a surprise in your cereal box. I am... I'm great. Everybody else sucks. Let's... Yes, sir, random kid I just met. It's time to check the lid. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. You know what? You just made the list. Hooray, people are paying attention for me. It's all in the house. Sure, we talk about it all the time. Really? No, burn. What is up, you ducks? Not puking on a take two of week two of the waiver wire at all in football. <laughs> if you, I think a lot of people the... wish they had that for their week one matchups, like a take two. What? You know what I'm saying? Like a take two. Just, can we just uh, redo that? That? That, is, that is true. There's a lot of people that actually said I should have puked on air, like just on video. Might have gone viral. That. I don't know. Maybe it was viral. I don't. I found out. Do not if you have any type of. Any type of like headache issues, do not drink energy drinks with N-A-L-T. It's like N-A something and L-T something. It's N-A-L-T is the equipment. Heads up. I don't want to come for any energy drinks out there, but that's what it is. That's That was my reaction I found out afterwards. So look at that. Oh, Life well, advice. I'm glad you found out. Week two. I'm glad you found out. Yeah. And you're not sick, which is great. So no. we'll just take two. We'll just redo it. Take two. It'll be fine. As, as Pat Mayo said, puka Nakua. As we oh, can God. continue with this, that's the new. I, I should probably change my team name to Puka Nakua. Uh, you're not puking if you have Nakua, and we will talk. We talked yesterday. If you saw the first few minutes, it's going to be a little bit of repeat. I'll try to breeze through the first part, uh, but because it got pulled down as well. Because who wants to watch an eight minute or listen to an eight minute podcast? By the way, the dogs brought me toys in the bathroom. They heard me. And they, like, oh, they were checking on me. So there that you go. Is so funny. <laughs> the the quick recap was we talked J.K. Dobbins' injury. And we talk Gus Edwards versus Justice Hill. Uh, I say go for Gus Edwards over Justice Hill. Justice Hill didn't do a lot on the ground with his touches. Gus Edwards got the first carries before Justice Hill came in. The concerning part for Gus Edwards is that Justice Hill got the goal line carries, which maybe continues going forward. But, Lauren, we talked about it briefly yesterday. I think maybe if that continues, Justice Hill kind of falls into an Ezekiel Elliott type of role behind Ramondre Stevenson. But with some pass catching work. So more value than Zeke. But I think a lot of people are going to look at the box score, look at this fantasy point scored, go for Justice Hill, where my first pick would still be Gus Edwards. Yeah, I think it's a little early to be throwing that much fab out, um, which is another question that we had briefly talked about regarding Puga Nakua. So I'll just throw it in here um, on this argument uh, to just have a split backfield. 
and, and unclear uh, situations. Uh, so I just think that if you're going to go after one of these guys, then you I would go for Gus Edwards as well. I'm kind of changing my tune there because I went back and I watched the the game <laughs> yesterday. And it was <laughs> oh, great. which by the way, this is the closest you'll ever get to see me wearing like something kickers that says, can I kick it? Yes, you can. I, I wore this Ooh. last year. This is my like, so obviously you know what's going to happen. She's going to pull it away and then ban kickers, yeah. of course. But can I kick of it? Course. Yes, you can. So there you go. I didn't rap for anybody, fortunately. Uh, so to continue with this, uh, for bids, I talk about it in the waiver column. I don't give fab percentages because it's so. there's so many moving parts. It's the most dyna dynamic thing. What's your team need? How? What's your depth? What's your league's aggressive bidding style? How much have you already spent? So like that's why I don't do it. Just know that I will say, when we just talked about it, people are probably going to go for Justice Hill more. So you could probably even get Gus Edwards cheaper. But again, you know your league. And if you need running backs, you're going to have to go heavier anyway. Speaking of which, Puka Nakua uh, did terrific in week one. Would be my top waiver wide receiver pickup ahead of Nico Collins and Jay, Zay Jones. We're going to talk about them as well. Uh, that's one that here's one like knowing your league's aggressiveness. This, this comes into play. But Lauren, even if you do, you're probably after that week one. We talked about it when we did preseason kind of waivers. And what did I say on the show? I said, let's say Adam Thielen, some random other person I couldn't think of, and Puka Nakua all have the same exact box score. Who are people going to go nuts for? The shiny new toy Nakua. So remember that. Probably going to take 30, 40, maybe even 50% of your fab. But if you have the number one waiver priority, you would blow it on Nakua, right? I think I would. Um, but this is only in priority waivers. I would not do it in fab. I wouldn't do it. Um, you want to blow 40% of your fab? No, no, I would okay. not. Um, Cooper Cup is coming back, everybody. I don't know if he's going to be limited. It doesn't matter. Matthew Stafford only has eyes for Cooper Cup. And also Tyler Higby, let's not forget about that. He spread the ball around to, like, everyone. I'm pretty sure Higby the ball kind of got left out in week ball. one. It was insane. And, it, like, every single uh, – I, I, again, this is – it was awesome for me to have the show delayed till today because I really got to, like, dive into these games – and I loved what Puka Nakua was able to do. I think he's going to be a short-term fix while Cooper Cup is on IR. But as soon as he comes back, you're not guaranteed any of that production or volume or target share. He was passing it to everyone. It was constant except Cam Akers. <laughs> that was the only thing that was really sad. So I don't necessarily believe that you should be blowing a bunch of your budget on someone who has a limited shelf life. From what I believe, I don't think that this is going to be the Puka Nakua show going forward. So... I don't if think it'll be a Puka Nakua show, yes. but let, let me phrase it this way. If you believe, like I do, that even when Cooper Cup comes back, Nakua can be a wide receiver three. Let's go back to previous sure. seasons with Matthew Stafford and the second wide receiver. We had Robert Woods way back in the day. Obviously, different team situation and all that type of stuff. But Brandon Cooks, like, there's going to be a second wide receiver value here. So let's say you believe he can be a wide receiver three. I, whether or not you do, the, the argument being... If you're on my page, you think Tutu Atwell falls to the side. Van Jefferson is right. an afterthought. Always that boomer bust play. The true number two on this team, I said, was going to be like people are Victor Lap. Like apparently everybody in the world was on Puka Nakua. Like if you were on Twitter yesterday, the entire world was like, oh, Puka Nakua. I told you this was shut the f up. No, you didn't. Yeah. I bleep myself out on that one. Uh, it was good. <laughs> I, I even that I even sat here and said, I believe in Puka Nakua and said, but weeks down the road in the seat, like. I don't think the biggest Nakua fan out there. I want to see see the receipts. I want to see the receipts. This is even somebody who's like on the page that said it's going to take time. I'm not even taking a victory lap on this. But I'm saying 
I believe he's the two and that it hit already. So he clearly will be the one until Cup comes back. But I'm with you. Cup will be the one. It will be a dramatic downshift in the target share. If he knew he was a wide receiver of three for the rest of the year, that scenario, what kind of fab would you spend? 20, 30? I would go as high as 40 and that's it. I, that, okay. that, but that's like, that's like if I'm in a deep league, he happens to be out there. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit more comfortable at about 30%. Okay. And great advice here. Like I, this short show. So I try not to get too much involved with the chat, but I, I scan it here and there. And of course, uh, a, vo- a very loyal listener. We have a lot of them, but, uh, uh Mr. Brett, uh, thunderstruck. Thunder. Yeah, Thunderstruck. Uh, pick, pick up Nakua and dangle him. Like, it, a lot of people will see that, like, oh, you picked him up. Yep. I'm not going to trade for him. But there are scenarios like, hey, you don't need running back. Pick up Gus Edwards and find the team that lost J.K. Dobbins or maybe has a running back situation that's already crappy with Cam Akers. Hello. Those are the things. Like, you can pick people up and immediately dangle. It doesn't mean you have to trade them, but this is how you, like, return value. Like, Joshua Kelly, as of today, hey, let's just talk about him real quick. Joshua Kelly versus... Hold on. I'm going to take two steps back and then one step forward. Two steps back. Uh, Kyron Williams behind Gus Edwards. Is he your second favorite running back? I like Kyron Williams ahead of Gus Edwards. Ahead of Gus Edwards? I'm really bullish on Kyron Williams. I don't know if this is an overreaction (laughs) to week one, but... I'm actually not in a position in any of my leagues where I'm freaking out about running back. Um, Gus Edwards is going to be the safer play. I just really worry about that goal line work with Justice Hill, um, who's been in that offense for quite some time and has needs some kind of a breakout at some point. Now it's kind of forced on him. Um, Kyron Williams looked really good, and his usage was ridiculous. When he ran the football, he was able to make plays, break tackles, and K-Makers was not. So I don't know if that's just an overreaction, but they're kind of 1A, 1B for me. Um, I really like Kyron Williams. So if I want someone who's going to have some explosive playability, I think I might take Kyron Williams. (laughs) All right, well, over on Check the Link, over on the site, I'm assuming the number one isn't – again, we used Yahoo, or I say I use Yahoo, and we use it for this discussion, uh, mostly because Sleeper doesn't – get very friendly for the it's website a easier to see roster everyone just on so, yahoo like yahoo is just yeah, like boom so down the list sleep sleepers is. like oh, i gotta scroll and then check this like just sleeper please like do it like why do you give half the options on the websites i know you want people to use your apps so it doesn't mean you have to like water down the website to where you can't do half the things you want to do anyway kenneth gainwell is the number one running back if I, i'm kind of having this conversation assuming most of the people listening and watching already have Kenneth Gainwell rostered in their leagues, already have Kenneth Gainwell potentially on their roster. That scenario that we saw the entire preseason played out exactly like the preseason. There was a lot of talk of like whether people believed it. There was people, beat reporters, saying, I don't know if we necessarily believe it. You bring in DeAndre Swift. You bring in Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny, the game day inactive, wasn't so much of a surprise as it was the fact that once he was a game day inactive, they barely used DeAndre Swift. Kenneth Gainwell's the one. Yeah, it could have changed any given week. Could Boston Scott score three touchdowns next week? Yes. Oh, yeah. Could Rashad Penny be active next week? Yes. This is the no, Eagles. Go, but I would still go. Eagles running backs. <laughs> well, at least for now, it's clear. I would at least go Gainwell. <laughs> so here's my ranking. I go Gainwell, Edwards. Then I follow right up with Justice Hill. Just because, again, we're basing it off of assumptions. What if Justice Hill is the number one for the Ravens? Right. So that's where I go with that. Then I go with Tyler Algier. I mentioned the fact that this could be Deonta, Forman, Deonta Freeman. I'm going to Deonta Foreman. Devonta Freeman, if I could say like this, like, throw them all together. That would be one amazing running back, just throw them all together. It would be. 
Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman all over again. Devonta yeah. Freeman was an RB1 and Tevin Coleman was a fringe RB2. Not that you're starting Tevin Coleman as an RB2 every single week. Not that you're starting Tyler Algier as a star, like RB2. But that volume is going to continue where Algier can be a three. And he's already shown RB1 value if something happens to Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. So then Kyron Williams checks in at five. I think he's got the ceiling to be the one. But the floor, right. because it's Sean McVay, is just so concerning to me. Like, if I wanted to just play the lottery ticket, I'm with you on Kyron Williams. But right. the the four names in front of him, at least I know that there's some floor. Like, the floor with Kyron Williams is lava. It's zero. Right. Right. And, and so I do want to put that into a lens. I uh, The lens from where I am coming from as a me personally, as a fantasy football player, I think I would like to take the lottery ticket on Kyron Williams, but I don't have needs at running back. So that's why I wanted to preface what I said before. That's really good. I, I, no, that's a really I'm good not point. super needy at running back. So if I'm not needy at running back, I'm going to try to go for that lottery ticket in Kyron Williams and then be able to trade him away or maybe use him in a flex position if I whatever. Um, but I think if you are in a running back needy position, I do agree with you. And I do like your rankings. I especially like how you put that, uh, Gus Edwards, justice Hill kind of back to back that you want to do. I also don't hate the Tyler Algier one either. Um, I think you're probably your safest play that is going to give you the most opportunity for volume is going to be Gus Edwards. Whereas justice Hill lottery ticket option, maybe question mark. We don't know. Um, Kyron Williams, definitely lottery ticket. Let's not overreact to week one, but again, I'm not running back needy. So I'm looking at what can give me the most upside in this situation. But if you are, um, I would go a little bit on the safer route here and choose Gus Edwards. Okay. So that's why I want to take two steps back to get Kyron Williams involved with all those other running backs, because it's all now for me, there's kind of like if there was a tiers of waivers, similar to like tiers of rankings, yeah. we would have just broken a tier. Like there's like the Gainwell, Edwards, Hill, Algier, and Kyron Williams. Then a break because the next one up is Zach Moss. Like Deion, I said, Deion Jackson, go get him. There's a chance. Yep. Like if Deion Jackson would have done what Kenneth Gainwell did as the leader, it's like, ooh, I might have an RB3 on my hands until mm -hmm. whatever happens with Jonathan Taylor. If he even plays for the Colts, uh, maybe Zach Moss sprinkles in. That's why he took, you can immediately drop Deion Jackson. I, I, that's why we take these flyers. This is why also kind of buried in our talk with this whole conversation of need versus flyers. If you take a flyer on, let's even go further down the list. Let's like you take a flyer on Jalen Warren and next week, Najee Harris gets 80% of the work, looks great, offense rebounds and Jalen Warren gets three touches. And then next week, somebody else gets hurt and there's another Gus Edwards. You can immediately drop them. These are like flyers. Yeah. Don't go too crazy on spending on those. Um, that's why, because the next break off is Zach Moss. And I will go Zach Moss because he's going to come back and be the lead. Deion Jackson did nothing with this opportunity. Evan Hull's now hurt so on top of already being hurt in the preseason. But Zach Moss is RB3. Again, if you lost J.K. Dobbins, if you had Cam Akers, if you like, yes, Zach Moss is up next. And then behind him, to give you an example, is like Tajay Spears in a split workload. Sean Tucker, who I think could take over for Rashad White. Rashad White, volume, volume, volume. I don't think it's happened immediately. Oh, break but... my heart. Break my heart. <laughs> so are you already cut? You already have concerns about Rashad White, too? I do. It didn't look good. Wasn't pretty. It didn't pass the eyeball test. So I am concerned. So if we want to bring him up in our worry segment, we can. Through at least, but... I, I will say, here, I'm going to put it this oh. way, Warren. Through at least week one, and what we saw last year with Rashad White, this is not just week one. So this is, I'm going to compare him to another running back that we saw last year. I think Cam Akers, Rashad White, Spider-Man pointing 
fingers. The, the oh, only yeah. difference is the Rashad White a little bit more involved in the passing game. Like it's very close <laughs> to that inefficiency of like, hey, it's you, it's me. Maybe the guy behind us is better. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that. I, I have some concerns. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to drop him. No, no, but no, no. I no. am going to keep a very close eye on I, I, this. Rashad offense. White's still going to be an RB three potential starter. This the volume is still there. Yeah, but the opportunity for I will players. say to go to your point back about Kyron Williams, if you don't need running backs and you are looking at Gainwell Edwards and you're like, okay, I'll spend 15. If I get them great. If I miss, maybe I save my budget for what I might need more later in the season. Uh, that's where I would say, instead of going for Zach Moss, go for Sean Tucker, just because like, in case that switches, like we're, what's the upside of Zach Moss? Like what's the ceiling? RB 20, 22, maybe. maybe. Oh God. Yeah. That's ceiling. Yeah. And then what what if Low men fences happen? Like what if Jonathan Taylor actually plays for this team in week five? Like I know. There's so many question marks surrounding this team. Oh, I would just avoid it. <laughs> I would just stay away. <laughs> so from further down the list, Joshua Kelly is at eleven. Again, watch that because Austin like he might depending if your waivers run tonight, because it's now Tuesday instead of Monday. Joshua Kelly needs to move up the list because you gotta take the chance. Like, what if Austin Eckler misses week two? Yeah. Uh but yeah, that that's one to look at. But from down this list, I want to throw out a couple names, just see if you have any interest in any of them. We covered Rashawn Johnson that he could take over at some point, but he was used a lot in third and fourth downs and when they were up by seven already. So that's kind of like I'm not that concerned about Herbert yet. I'm I'm, I'm keeping my eye on it, but I'm not full on panic yet. So Same. Tank Bigsby, I don't know when you can really start him, but he was getting involved. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, similar. Oh, the whole Matt Nagy effect. Jerick McKinnon's a non-factor now. Uh, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard actually got used with Miles Sanders, your boy that you hate. You like to see Chuba Hubbard. And then Jerome <laughs> Ford got a heavy use because he's the next man up behind Nick Chubb. Of those four, yeah. is there one that you would pick up over the others? Oh, uh, Jerome Ford is is intriguing. Again, if I'm not running back needy. That's the only reason why I would take a look at these guys is if I'm not running back needy and I'm, I'm picking up somebody else's backup. I think the one that does stand out – I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. Josh Kelly. Um, sorry, Josh Kelly is definitely Joshua the Kelly? one that, yes, that, excuse me, Joshua Kelly is the one that stands out the most yeah, what, to me. Um, what's with, with the Chargers? Oh, Joshua sorry. Kelly and Joshua Palmer and Josh Kelly, Josh Palmer. Like, can they just have like a meeting and just get all the sites to agree on? Do we say your full, full, full first name? I don't know. This is like friends, Joshua. Wait, Joshua. you don't like Josh? No, I don't like Josh no. for a friend's reference for everybody. Before we move on to wide receiver, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Out of the equation for the sorry, commanders? Luke? Exactly. I don't know. I didn't realize he was still on the team. My bad. Basically, Biennemi was like, hey, we'll use him more in the passing game. And then guess what happened in week one? Only the passing game. <laughs> like, barely any touches, any snaps in the run game. Antonio Gibson, let me, uh, I'm going to play a little game for you. How far down? We're going to do like the reverse, that do, 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 like the cliff diver thing from the <laughs> prices, right? Going to go see how far. Just yes or no, you drop Antonio Gibson four. I'm assuming the top five all the way through Kyron Williams, you're dropping Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Antonio Gibson for Zach Moss. Oh, yeah. Antonio Gibson for Tajay Spears. No. Okay. So Antonio Gibson That's for Sean great. Tucker? Yes. So you would flip those. I would. I would. And oh, it it break it's so it breaks my heart it breaks my heart I don't like it. Antonio like Gibson, it, the enemy, or Rosh Roshan Johnson. Um, 
I just want to avoid dead air while I stare laser beams into your eyeballs because I hate this question. Um, <laughs> <to> pick one. <laughs> I know I do. Okay, fine. I'll do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with Gibson, and I'm gonna hope that the enemy figures this out because they just okay. lost to the Lions, so they need to figure something out. There is one more. I said I would drop Gibson for every single person I've named so far, including the very next one, Tank Bigsby. I would. Oh yeah, I would drop him for Tank. Okay. So yeah, and potentially Joshua Kelly again. Joshua Kelly depends on yes, when your waivers yes, run. Yes, yes, yes. So he this talked about good. Nakua. I think one that people might just be like, eh, I know the name, eh, whatever. But if healthy, because he got banged up in the game, Jacoby Myers, like, again, Jimmy Garoppolo throws one yard at a time. If there was somebody that was going to benefit from that, it's Jacoby Myers, who made Hunter Renfro, speaking of being irrelevant. What is the thing? Well, you're waving the finger in the air. By the way, I know it's cliff hangers. I was saying cliff divers because we're reversing it. Jiggles like, you know, like he's actually go we're going off the cliff to drop people. That's why I kind of, but I appreciate the shout out. I like anyway, it. Anyway, continue. Move the uh, finger up. Move the finger wag. Yeah. You kind of did the, the Matumbo. I did. Oh, I wasn't saying no, though. I was saying I need, I have a question. Uh, did Garoppolo and Jacoby Myers play together on the Patriots? Like, was he a starter when Myers was on the field as a wide receiver? Because I couldn't remember. I mean, the overlap, the overlap. Did they overlap? But, uh, I don't know if they played in games overlap. Because it literally looks like. This is, this is like, <laughs> this is a good question. Go back and look at, do they have games together? I, I, did they have games together? Because what it looked like to me was. Did they practice together? Just, did they eat breakfast I, together? That'd be interesting. No, but like, no, they were on the Patriots. And I don't know if this combined into starting and playing multiple games hold together. On, hold on. Jimmy I did the sidebar real quick. I started typing Jimmy Garoppolo into Google. I got to Jimmy and the letter G, Jimmy G. And the first suggestion for my Google, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo interception NFC championship. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. <laughs> that's really sad. Oh, I think no. it's because that interception looked exactly like this. Like that's how many times have we seen the Jimmy Garoppolo interception that he threw? A yeah, billion. It, it's it's common. It's a it's a it's a common one. But when he was on the field, it looked like he only had eyes for Jacoby Myers. Like they had been. He threw like, to Devontae a Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, a kind of like love language situation, and Hunter Renfro was like, "Where did you go, bro? Like what?" So to me, was there that chemistry that I have overlooked and I've missed uh, prior to taking a look at Jacoby Myers on the Raiders? Not just the fact that he's shorter than 10 yards down the field, but it's also like he ignored everyone and was just going to Jacoby Myers constantly, constantly. So I was like, is there some, uh, there has to be some history and chemistry between these two that I just completely overlooked. <laughs> they, they dated the same people, maybe. I don't know. Oh, oh that's Next not chemistry. One up. <laughs> That's not chemistry. Next one up, Nico Collins. I was actually surprised Nico Collins wasn't over 60% rostered, even on Yahoo. Like, actually, he's even I'm lower on some too. other sites. I guess people got tired of the Nico Collins hype for so many years. But Nico Collins, here's the flip argument for Nico Collins. Nico Collins, garbage time volume. Do you can do you worry about that? Or it's the Houston Texans, as Pat Mayo said yesterday when I did his ranking show. It doesn't matter because the Houston Texans are going to have garbage time every single week. I agree. I one yes. I think B Nico Collins has proven to be a trustworthy target um, for our young, beautiful rookie quarterback. You know, I how much I love my rookies. That is an that's an that's a very intangible relationship to have. And by the way, thank you, Fox. They were not on the Pats at the same time. Appreciate it. So they just missed. Maybe G just loved Jacoby Myers. Um, kind of a similar situation here. Um, I think Nico Collins is going to be the volume monster in that offense, and then they will be playing from behind. So garbage time. I'll eat it up in fantasy all day long. Okay. Zay Jones, Jaguars, 
put some more respect on the name. Christian Kirk dropped to third, only running out there mainly on the slot, which we understand. Hey, he's better in the slot, but he was pretty damn good last year. And then one thing, something was brought up too, is that potential pass blocking, potential run blocking, that Zay Jones is actually a really good blocker. All that being said, sure, but Zay Jones significantly eight more snaps, eight more routes than Christian Kirk. Zay Jones over, question mark, is this fair where I have him? Zay Jones, I would pick up before I picked up Romeo Dobbs because Christian Watson's coming back. And I would pick him up over Tutu Atwell. Oh, yes, absolutely over okay. Tutu Atwell. I would have to really think about it over Romeo Dobbs. I think even though uh, Christian Watson is coming back and he will be taking a lot of those deep shots, those big plays, I still think Romeo Dobbs is going to be involved in short yardage plays too. So the, I, I hesitate on Romeo Dobbs a little bit there. Um, I, I just I don't know that that – what's going to happen with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. All I really care about is Calvin Ridley in that offense. So by the way, it's so weird hamstrings like Romeo Dobbs and hamstring, hamstring, hamstring comes out week one balls out like, like nothing wrong with his hamstring. Like Like, this has been a confusing injury week. Deontay Johnson hamstring. Now he's out four weeks. Plural. Uh, who's so there was a wide receiver and I remembered it during the show with Pat yesterday. There was a wide receiver that left with a hamstring and came back in and actually put up numbers and did fine. Like I, it's all over the map right now. Like I have no yeah. idea what's going on it's with like these injuries. Way overly cautious. Like it's preseason week four, as everybody keeps saying. I think we like really like the past two seasons have been really telling that like, hey, maybe they need maybe we don't need a preseason week four, but teams maybe get your starters more involved. And I know this that's a very small window to evaluate who's going to make the 53. But man, that, that, that extra time on the field a little bit like play them a little bit more through week three. All right. Let's talk. A few seconds left. Chiefs wide receivers. I asked Nate Taylor, who covers the Chiefs for the athletic. And he said, be patient with Sky Moore. Be patient with Kadarius Tony. That was a week that plans were out the window. Travis Kelsey wasn't out there. It'll be a completely different team in week two. They still have plans for both. All that being said, the one thing that I made the joke about lost and the constant was that Marquez Valdez-Scantling has been the only constant as the only one and two. He's still only a wide receiver four in my book. Uh, he would have been Alan Lazard if Aaron Rodgers didn't you know, go down in week one within, by the way, well, holy crap. You want to talk about bad beats that I don't remember which site it was, but our site gave out the free square for the betting, the free square of like Aaron Rodgers throws for a half of a yard. Oh my gosh. Zero. Yes, yes, it was. I think it was Price Picks. If I remember, I don't I remember which oh one. Oh my gosh! Oh my I don't word. think. I think that's the first free square thing I've seen go belly up like that. That, that goes absolute belly up. That was all oh my word. We haven't even touched on that, but I'll let you and Meanie talk about it Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, well, there's not much to there. This is just Garrett Wilson. Here, quick version. You can tune in tomorrow and find out. Garrett Wilson, if you trade for a fringe wide receiver one, do it unless you can. Don't do it. I, Zach Wilson, he gets to face the Cowboys right out of the gate. That's going to be terrible. Uh, Alan Lazard falls down. He falls down to like a wide receiver four or five now. The appeal for Alan Lazard was the end zone options. But anyway, that being yeah. said, do you have a preference for the Chiefs? Rasheed Rice could take this job. I mean, we had Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore, everything in front of them to take the opportunity. Kadarius, Tony li- literally dropped it, and Sky Moore did nothing. So if you had to pick one Chiefs wide receiver, who do you pick? Step on Lauren. I don't that know why I said Sky it like Moore. that. Guy Moore. Uh, Guy I'm Moore? sorry, Kadarius, Tony, not only dropped it, but he gave it to the other team. Uh, there's that one, too. Uh, I... I, you know, I don't have any faith in any of these guys. It's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. That's it, the end. Um, but if I have to choose, <laughs> which you're making me choose, it's going to have to be Sky Moore. But I don't like it. I need Pepto and 
you know, my Lanta. I needed Pepto yesterday. Puke free hey. Tuesday. Round two, <laughs> week two waivers all in football. A uh, reminder, code all in, get you 20% off. Reminder also, please go rate, review, subscribe, four stars, or four stars, five stars, please. Four stars too. Just give us four or five. <laughs> Take one off for puking, for puking on a Monday. Uh, and not I'll, doing it on air. That's, no. that's the biggest knock on you. Oh, real quick. We're, we're over on time, but I, I forgot. We didn't even do waiver report or wa- worry report. We didn't so, do the worries. Who are you the most worried about? This is how long the the biggest worry report ever. Go check the link over at The Athletic. Here's the worry report, Lauren. Who's your biggest one? And that's the quick version as we get out of here. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, Khalil Herbert, Damian Pierce, DeAndre Swift, Christian Kirk, Rashad Bateman, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Sky Moore. Who is your biggest worry? All of them. That's not All the answer you can them. give. It. Pick Drake one. London. Drake London's going to be okay. my biggest concern. Drake London actually has the most ducks. And we will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. for week two rankings. Another puke-free show coming. Puke and Akua. Follow Stepmom Lauren at Stepmom Lauren, as I just said. And uh, I'm a Red Allen Kid. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Fox, as always. We love you guys. Zach Wilson sucks. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.